Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing the Hamilton 2020 musical, the movie, music, lyrics, book, all by the mastermind, Lin-Manuel Miranda. You might well know Lin-Manuel Miranda, best from obviously Hamilton, but he's also notable work is from In the Heights and also worked on songs on Moana in 2016. He's also contributed to uh, music in the Star Wars Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. So he's been kind of taken under the uh, Disney umbrella. Before then, he was on television a little bit on The Electric Company. 09 and 2010 and do no harm on NBC which was uh, 2013 so uh Hamilton what can I say that has not already been said well for the people in the back the people that were just like me that were kind of holding this in high regards they wanted to see it on Broadway but due to COVID-19 unfortunately uh Broadway has been shut down off Broadway, on Broadway, all Broadway, shut it all down. So it's like, okay, um, uh, Disney decided to bid on the um, on the play or on the musical, the uh, the actual. Uh, it's like a, a visual capturing of the musical. Um, not exactly. It's it's like a hybrid between having like a movie and having like a, a theatrical. Uh, theater performance and somewhere in between. I think it's, uh, for the most part, from a technical standpoint, really well done. Um, now, what really brings Hamilton the musical to the forefront is first and foremost the fact that they decide to tell the story of the forefathers, uh, specifically Alexander Hamilton, with people of color. Now, that's you know somewhat revolutionary. I'll say. Uh, slash film cast has a great uh, little um, a synopsis of how this is related to ha- uh, how Hamilton is revolutionary in the same way that uh, Shakespeare was. Jeff Kanata on there, I believe, talks about how uh, Shakespeare used contemporary music of his time. So uh, of his time, he they were using simple rhymes and stuff like that, but telling old history. And similar to that, that's how we're doing it in Hamilton. Hamilton is using contemporary uh, let's just say 50 flavors of hip-hop and other types of contemporary music to tell um, the story of the forefathers. Lin-Manuel Miranda, Lin-Manuel Miranda is playing the titular character Hamilton. Now, me not being a big uh, musical film buff, uh, sorry, musical film buff, well, I guess like a musical film buff, sort of, because this is an actual live theater performance. It's not like a... Uh, something that's captured uh, in the style of like a cats or anything like that. Not nothing like in that style. Um, 
this is strictly live performances. And then what they're doing is they're taking three nights of performances and uh, editing them together to make the actual play. Or musical, sorry. So this was directed, produced by Thomas Kale and produced, written, and composed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. He has a style that is unlike any other I've heard. Right off the bat, as soon as the logo hits with the it automatically has like a sense of a beat and a rhythm. And it was something that I was not expecting for this two hours and 40 minutes of this uh, uh, a musical. Now, that's kind of substantial if you think about it from the style of like a, a, uh, a movie, two hours and 30 minutes. You're like, hey, that's a little hefty. But let me tell you, once you are engrossed in this first half uh, of this, it's kind of divided in half. Um, the first half, you're going to be like, ah, I believe I'm going to have to keep on going, you know, because I was at first I was like two and a half hours. I'm going to I'm going to have to divide this in two nights. This is a lot to handle at the intermission. But let me tell you, by the intermission, I just couldn't take any more. I was like, give it to me more. Give it to me more. So um, this stars uh, obviously Lin-Manuel Miranda as the first treasury secretary, founding father, Alexander Hamilton, alongside uh, the cast, Davi Diggs, Renee Els Goldsberry, Jonathan Groff, Christopher Jackson, Jasmine Cephas Jones, um, Leslie Odom Jr., Akrit Anuwadon, um, sorry if I said that wrong, or mispronounced it, uh, Anthony Ramos, uh, Philip Asso, and, uh, among many other individuals, cinematography by Declan uh, Quinn, edited by Jonah Moran, I have heard some uh, backlash just a little bit on how the editing is of this musical. Personally, it doesn't bother me. I know that from experience, it's difficult to shoot a musical. It's, it's a combination of trying to um, capture the background life as well as capturing what's happening in the forefront. And so... It's like, what do you think? You have to kind of navigate what do you think is important to the audience to see. For the most part, I think that this movie does a spectacular job. And it's the music. It's the rhythm. It's the acting. It's all of these things that are bringing everything. It's the story of the Alexander Hamilton coming to life. It's a little bit uh, binary in a way. Oh, Sorry. It's a little bit... Sorry, not binary. It's a little bit biased by saying he was kind of this you know this this mixed founding father figure but ultimately he didn't have the many things that were negative said against him or even against the 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 US governmental system most of the things are glorifying uh the founding fathers in this film now um let me just go real quick by the pros pros the story the music the composition the casting the colors, the lights, the attire, the detailed history. There, apparently, this has got like more words than any other play has ever said in a certain amount of time, or something like that. Um, just by the rapping. Now, every single second of this um, 
uh, two and a half hours, it's, uh, yeah, every bit of two and a half hours, is in some sort of lyrical rap form, and it has some sort of uh, rhythmic beat that is just absolutely timeless. Now, I can't tell you or even name all of the different types of styles that they named from, but, I mean, all of the styles that I would name would be from the last 20 years, and so if you're if you're listening to this and you're like 40 50 60 and you're like you know who am i thinking about uh, uh double toasted's review of hamilton gives a very detailed list of the types of music that this is taking from i think they said something like grandmaster flash uh they they talked about um uh you know bone kind of like a bone thugs and harmony kind of uh style i when i think of more contemporary style music and something that people are thinking about more of my age. I, maybe I would say like these guys are rapping anywhere from what, uh, you know, the, uh, the weekend has anywhere to Eminem, anywhere to Biggie to Tupac. They have all these different lyrical styles and types of beats, even where to something like destiny's child to like, uh, TLC. There's just so many different types of, t- uh, I don't know, uh, uh, types of rhythmic beats that they're using throughout this musical that make it that much better and it keeps you on your toes and never bored i i don't think i was ever bored during this i will say the uh only cons that i really had regarding any of this uh regarding any of the movie were if you were not watching this alongside with uh captions you know like subtitles and stuff like that uh then there was about a 90% chance you had no idea what was going on in uh, a good couple scenes because the rapping was so fast. Now, there's nothing wrong with rapping fast, but when you're telling a story to that degree, it was like, whoa, that was a lot to handle. It's like, first I gotta get it, then I gotta go with it, then I gotta get it. He's, he's like rapping like freaking Buster Rhymes and some of this, uh, and I can't really think of anyone faster than that at this point, but, I mean, he was literally giving a detailed history of like uh you know american politics all through lyrical form and absolutely musted it freaking out of the park i gotta say just watch the trailer for this if you think the trailer is even a little bit uh you know interesting when it comes to the lyrics and not just the lyrics but like uh the the music go ahead and you know sign up for your disney plus go ahead and at least get your free trial i mean this is at least worth the free trial in my opinion so um what's saying that i absolutely really enjoyed this uh hamilton experience i will say it was probably i, I think i'm going to get a solid 8 out of 10 go, going out of it the first time um i probably would have given it a 9 out of 10 but uh, after thinking about it some of the 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 cons were starting to weigh on me a little bit more. I will say that without going into spoilers yet, um, you know, if you don't already know what happens in the Alexander Hamilton story, then I will give a little spoiler bumper to say, you know, what's going to, you know, what happens kind of at the end of this story and how they address it. Um, I will say the, the way that they address slavery and people of color in this um, Hamilton, uh, you know, musical, I feel like is a little soft. It's a little underhanded and they kind of do glorify the founding fathers in a way that are how I remember in my school a little bit. Uh, what I'm hearing 
in the grapevine is that this is a product of the Obama era, and it's not so much a product of the 2020 era or even, you know, even 2018 era, like, or, you know, since the Trump uh, administration has taken hold. I feel like people have become much more vocal about um, giving recognition to black communities and uh, how the and not just the black community but like all people of color how america was founded very much on the backs of those people's the people of color and they get next to none of the credit and so i kind of feel like in a way that this does not exactly bode that feeling now i, I i've heard uh, lin-manuel miranda say uh you know he's totally open to criticism and he, he understands that it's obviously he, he's not going back and adding things to it or anything like that it just makes me think that he's going to be a little bit more mindful when talking about uh the expression of people uh and people of color uh, you know women and you know minorities how they've been kind of stepped on and yes this is absolutely revolutionary in a way that they have people of color on all of the uh as all of the uh cast but I still feel like they're kind of there's it still felt weird to just give like a big old salute to, uh, you know, George Washington and not think twice about the fact that he had slaves and stuff like that. And so there's just uh, uh, there. I'm not going to ignore that. There are a few lines about um, I think was it, I think during the rap battles that were some of the best scenes, in my opinion. Um, they did talk a little bit about slavery, but not to the extent that I think that they need to be hitting. Now, it's not like that's like a complete dig at the movie. It's just something you're like, wait a second. You know, this it's kind of it, it's something that just comes to my attention. Now, with saying that the uh, the cast absolutely outdid their, the, the outdid themselves. I can't even talk right now. Um, uh, with uh, let me see anything else we got to cover. Let me just run down the cast a little bit before we go into the uh, spoilers. Lin-Manuel Miranda loved him in Moana and saw him on every, uh, in Hamilton, obviously. He's apparently in uh, uh, Mary Poppins as well. Um, Philippa So as Eliza, uh, his wife. I was uh, pretty blown away by her performance. And wow, she's young. She's only uh, she's 30 years old. Wow, she's very young. Um, she was also in Moana a little bit. Leslie Odom Jr., Fantastic. He was in Murder on the Orient Express 2017 and Red Tails 2017. Sorry, 2012. Renee Else Goldsberry plays Angelica. I loved her voice. She is one of my favorites. And apparently she was in a couple of just like, uh, looks like Steven Spoderbergh movie, Pistol Whipped in 2008, and uh, The House with the Clock on the Walls 2018. Yeah, she hasn't really been in too much. Altered Carbon, I didn't really watch that too much, but I really loved her voice. I want to hear her and more stuff. Um, yeah, I don't really see too much. Oh, she was in The Get Down. I know that was a musical as well on Netflix. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, Davi Diggs, I remember him in Blind Spotting. I told everybody to go check this out. Blind Spotting was one of my favorite movies in 2018, and it's kind of in the same style of uh, this uh, musical. You know, it's kind of like it's not exactly it's not live, obviously, um, but it, it's shot in a way that feels like you're kind of in a musical, and uh, they have this like lyrical flow to it and this beat rhythm um, that really is. Uh, oh, and it has Jasmine Sivas Jones in it. Oh, wow. So um, it was 
Uh, stellar cast, Jonathan Groff. This is one of the last people I want to talk about real quick. Um, Jasmine Stephens Jones, obviously great. Um, Chris Jackson. I think he was pretty good as George Washington. A couple times I thought he, he, he was probably not the right individual to play George Washington, but that was just me personally. I don't know. Jonathan Groff, he is, uh, everyone knows him as Kristoff in Frozen and in Frozen 2. He's also Holden Ford, one of the main detectives in uh, Mindhunter on Netflix. Hold Jonathan Groff. I would have never guessed this guy had this kind of voice just watching him on off of uh, Net, uh, Netflix's Mindhunter. That was the show that I was originally introduced to him from, and I was just like, wow, this dude has a voice. He's mag he's magnetic. He's got saliva coming. He's just, like, foaming out of his mouth with this performance, and it is uh, it is gripping. I want to see more of this guy as, a, as some sort of, like, king character. Wow, he's... He's going to play something else, I guarantee, in, in that. He, he just plays kind of uh, particular in a way that is still charismatic to watch. Um, and then the ensemble cast. Yeah, they, the, uh, you know, the cast in the back that is dancing. The, the problem, I would say, only with the editing is that it took away from what was going on in the background of the dancers. The dancers felt like they were kind of third to what was actually going on. It was like the first thing we had to focus on was was you know the main characters the second was you know where the camera was focusing and then the third was the actual set and the set felt like at some points that the, it, i easily could have seen myself watching another version of this hamilton show just you know stag camera just one single camera um and i would not be opposed to it um it would be interesting if they would allow that i i almost guarantee they won't but um, just because the options of watching um, different versions of this would be very interesting. Um, but yeah, so anything else? Um, we're about to hop into spoilers. Just like one or two things about spoilers. If you don't know any of the story of Alexander Hamilton, I'm just going to go over that real quick. Um, basically, he had a really, you know, kind of rough upbringing. This is spoiler section, by the way. Um, you know, mother died real young. He, you know, came over. Um, to uh what's it called uh, states and whatnot um yeah i'm not gonna do a, a full recap on this dude but essentially he had a very particular um you know he, he was a little promiscuous in his life having you know many different uh women some of them were married some of them he got in trouble with some of them he had to pay off so the husbands were trying to blackmail him and stuff like that. But he also was a, a very influential character that we find out in this play. Now, this play is going at a million miles an hour. So the thing is, this is going to have a rewatch value or a replay value of very high. First of all, you want to listen to the music again just to hear it. But also because of the, of the story that they're telling. It is an amazing story that they have uh, on... Uh, on Alexander Hamilton, just making him one of the most fascinating characters on um, that seems to be kind of one of the forgotten forefathers. So needless to say, Hamilton had a very interesting life. He was very influential in government, you know, founding uh, the, you know, tariffs, uh, controversial whiskey tax and stuff like that. His views were opposed. This is all Wikipedia. His views were uh became the basis for the Federalist Party, which was 
opposed to uh, the Democratic Republic Party led by Thomas Jefferson and James Madison. Uh, so ha it was basically Hamilton versus Jefferson and Madison uh, for much of it. But um, it was very interesting to see the different ways that they wanted to kind of run the government. And this is the this is a a, a hip hop musical version of that the telling of the story and what i hear is for the most part it's relatively true now uh, there are probably some parts that are a little bit uh you know left left and right um that are not exactly detailed up um of what exactly happened but uh and like i said he came over from uh uh britain i believe um and uh yeah he was a fascinating character to watch on on one on this musical and i i can't really say too much more than that there's this uh let me see i have my notes right here uh it's definitely something that you're going to want to watch twice mostly because of the story and the music i mean it's just something that honestly i could put on the background and listen to just because of how catchy the majority of it is um listen on watch and listen on the biggest loudest system you have um, there's a gasp at, at the end, uh, by his wife at the end of the musical, um, as well as kind of like this wrap up of what happened with all of the care, you know, with all of the main characters. And we do find out a substantial amount about like the orphanage stuff that, uh, was, uh, eventually, uh, created, um, by her and, uh, all of the, uh, amazing things that she contributed to um eliza hamilton did as well as kind of giving some sympathetic uh backstory a little bit to aaron burr just not exactly backstory but kind of maybe just kind of looking at the other side a little bit and uh as well as thomas jefferson's character and uh um what was it? Uh, I believe it was the sisters that were uh, singing as well. But anyways, needless to say, this was one of the most amazing musicals I've ever seen. Not that I've seen tons. Um, and what everyone has said is absolutely true. Go see this. Go watch this. Find on Disney Plus at this moment. Um, unless you've already seen it on uh, Broadway and you know, you're just one of those lucky motherfuckers. I was just like, Damn you, damn you, damn you. Every time I hear someone that got to see this live, especially with the original cast, like I would be so pumped to go see this. So when I hear that the tickets were like uh, you know, one thousand, two thousand dollars for a single seat, I'm like, oh my Lanta. But when you got to see this live, you were like, Yes, it absolutely is. Um, which is kind of interesting considering the entire cast is people of color and i almost guarantee you that the majority of the people that were in the seats that cost that on broadway were not people of color they were the you know the rich white wealthy but it's i i guess that's just the irony in this i don't know um maybe that's that's why i find it interesting and find it important to have it uh released on like something like disney plus for people to find it more accessible um what do we have? Anything else? I think that's about it for the Hamilton Review. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching Lucky Doll Podcast, the Ham Hamilton Review. Uh, if there are uh, anything I have to uh, fix up on the, uh, you know, detailed, uh, blah, blah, blah. What, where's my mind? What, what What's going on? <laughs> um, if there's any um, corrections I need to um, make, I will make them 
um, probably in the description and uh, and or add them to the end of the podcast on SoundCloud where the final podcast will be uploaded. If you're listening on YouTube, you probably got the majority of the podcast. If I wanted to add a little something more, I normally add on SoundCloud. So it's always good to be subscribed to both. If you want this podcast early, like I said, we always... Uh, drop it on YouTube first if you want this entire podcast and you go on SoundCloud. Um, um, so there you go. Uh, stay up to date. Stay up to date on the social medias. Thank you uh, for supporting, watching, look at all podcasts. Let me know what you thought about the Hamilton review, how it can improve, uh, what you thought about Hamilton the musical. Like, did you like it? Um, I, I've heard like there's like 99% of people love this thing. And then there's that 1% of people are like, man, this is a bunch of baloney. And I'm like, yeah, well, you can take that baloney, throw it on a sandwich, and get. Because I think this is an amazing, an amazing feature. And, uh, yeah, it's it's one for the books. It's, it's the same type of feeling I felt when uh, I watched Parasite last year. This is, without a doubt, my favorite movie this year. And, uh, you know, given that COVID kind of has us all in this funky space. Hopefully you get to see, if you're listening to this uh, review, hopefully it's not COVID times anymore. And... You're uh, out there able to find uh, Hamilton on Broadway or something like that. But I could definitely see this um, going back to Broadway again and off-Broadway and, and touring. I, I, I just want to see it. That's, that's but thank you for listening watching what our podcast. Dadies. This is Hamilton. <laughs> I bet you wanted me to rap in this, didn't you? No, no, I already messed up. See, that, that's why... <laughs>